0: Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to Voices from the Bench. We're at episode number 107. My name is Elvis. And my name is Barbara
1: and you sound awfully uh, in a great mood for somebody that's been quarantined.
0: How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. A lot of running, a lot Mm -hmm. of uh, Mm -hmm. taking a dog out for a walk with the wife, and the rest of the time is feeding the family and doing laundry. It's amazing how much laundry you can produce (laughs) when nobody leaves the house. It's (laughs) mind-blowing.
1: Well, I'm thinking about you, friend, honestly, and everybody else that's going through this whole craziness of... Being home and not seeing any work come in and just kind of, you know, what do you do now? I guess you do a lot of honeydews and a lot of things around your house and everything that you've been putting off, which I guess is a good opportunity. And it's really good family time. I go out for my runs. Elvis, I see so many people. Fortunately, on my way to work still, but when I come home on the weekends, everybody's just out and enjoying themselves. And I think that's, uh, like they said, we're coming back to our core values.
0: People have to get out and move around. It's it's not good not to. Mm -hmm. You know, communicating with all the industry online, I mean, a lot of people are getting two units a day, seven units a day. Sometimes they hit a double digit, but not often. There's not really anything going on. I think dentists are really heeding the emergency-only patients.
1: Yeah, you and I are on some of the same chat lines, and I've seen that too. And it's just crazy because I'm one of the few team members, unfortunately, or fortunately for me, but unfortunately for everybody else. But that stayed on at night, and we're getting, uh, and I'm not boasting because I I work, but I don't necessarily agree or disagree with it, but at least 30 scans a day, Itero. 20 traditional impressions has pretty much been the average all last week and at least 20 removable, which is super crazy. I know. Fortunately for me, I get to seat and finish, stain and glaze and do the whole nine yards on everything. I'm fortunate to be working, but um, at the same token, I got to scratch my head a little bit to say to myself, self, you know, are these people not heating? Are they all emergency cases? Uh, They're not anterior. They are single units, some implants, but uh, Fair amount of removable, so I'm not sure um, if there are emergencies or not. But I'm definitely grateful that at least I'm still working. So,
0: well, not only do I find it extremely crazy that you get more iTero scans <laughs> during a pandemic than we used to get on a regular day,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But when you think about it, when you're restoring implants and you're doing removables, there's not a lot of adjusting to do intraoral Mm-mm. and that's where the problem comes in that's what everyone's talking about is the rotary instruments inside a mouth wow really you're getting a lot of what should be done except for the, you know the prepping of the teeth but i think any lab would if they could get any work that would take it it's, yeah we all feel like we want to do the work it's just not coming in the door Yeah, I know. So lately, we've had Bennett on every week to give us updates regarding our industry and the whole COVID 19. But this week, we're taking a break. There's not a whole lot of new information. Mm -mm. Plus, there's been a ton of online webinars of different vendors and industry people talking about it. So, Mm -hmm. there's plenty of content out there. And I know the NADL does have another webinar coming out on Wednesday. So as always, just make sure you uh, check out their Facebook page or the NADL.org. And I'm sure we'll have Bennett on as more news is available.
1: Yep. And I tell you, every week now, it's been Ivaclar had one, Carbon had one, NADL had one. They had a panel last week, and it was really good. So just stay posted. I mean, everybody's doing really a lot of webinars right now. The next thing for us to start thinking about sooner than later is how do we capitalize on this? How do we use this as an opportunity? you know, what do we do to change our businesses? What is it going to look like after this pandemic? You know, how are we going to be doing business? How do we get back to business? So I know for sure, because we have a little bit of an insider, being as I'm the NADL president, but I know for sure we're working on that, you know, what's going to come. So be on the lookout for the next week or so of what we do next and how do we put it all together after all this is
0: said and done. I can't wait for that day. Yeah, (laughs) me neither. So back before LMT Lab Day Chicago, we got an email from a doctor who has an interesting history with clear aligners and offers her services to dental laboratories. Dr. Amanda Wilson is an orthodontist, a dental consultant, and a dental advisor. She started a company called Straight Smile Solutions after years of private practice and also working with those large clear aligner suppliers. We talk to her about how labs can get into this new service and product that we can provide to our offices. You know, once everything gets back to normal, of course. Yeah. It really seems like a no-brainer once you hear from her how easy it is. So join us as we chat with Dr. Amanda Wilson. Have you tried Whitmix's Veracore ZR Pro Zirconia Discs yet? They not only produce very natural-looking crowns and bridges, but they are very strong at 1,140 megapaxels. When it comes to zirconia use in dentistry, high strength and excellent aesthetics is the end game. Veracore ZR Pro is available in three varieties. Unshaded, for those who prefer to design their own shading scheme. Pre-shaded in all 16 Avita Classic shades plus a bleach for those who want accurate shade reproduction without having to use liquid colorants before centering. And finally, a multi-layered version. ZR Pro ML, which results in a natural color transition from cervical through incisal areas. Whitmix's top-of-the-line zirconia provides you with an ideal level of both value and chroma, which translates into desirable aesthetics that closely mimic that of natural dentition. So if you want to give your dentist something that is sure to win praise, send them your beautiful zirconia restoration made from Whitmix's Vericor ZR Pro. You can purchase the 98mm disc from your dealer or order directly online from shop.witmix.com. Voices from the Bench The Interview We want to welcome to the podcast Amanda Wilson, DDS, MDS... CEO, orthodontist, and founder of Straight Smile Solutions. How are you today?
2: Hey, doing well, Elvis and team. All right. Hi. I don't think you've been introduced. This is Barbara. Hello. Hi. Hi, Miss Barbara. How are you? Pleasure to meet you. I'm fantastic. Thank
1: you. So I'm in Tampa, and you're in Hawaii, and it's about 70 here, so. Tampa's
2: a fantastic
1: place. Yeah. Awesome. I wish I could trade spots with you though. That'd be, that'd be more fun today.
2: Oh, you guys, it's January in Tampa. So I think they have that big pirate festival coming up. Right. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Because
1: yes, cool. you know?
2: no. I worked with a lab in Tampa one time. So, uh, okay. speaking of labs, so there you go. And, and I got the the pleasure of doing a lot of fun things when I was there. Nice.
0: Cool. So Amanda, you contacted us, uh, through our website, because you help labs get into the clear aligner business. Am I explaining that correct?
2: Totally correct, yeah. Um, initially, I was helping a lot of doctors just do more ortho, but I went to LMT last year, and I met a lot of lab members, you know, and there was a lot of interest um, about getting into the clear aligner field or just getting even crown and bridge labs bread and butter labs getting into ortho and i had a lot of questions and talked to a lot of them and they're really fun to work with so a lot of things spun off from that so yeah i just want to kind of um just let labs know what is out there and what some of the opportunities are okay so talk about your history because i mean you're obviously a licensed dentist correct
0: but you don't practice anymore (laughs)
2: it's a temporary no practice. Yeah. So I'll give you my, um, uh, since you guys are mostly lab oriented people, I won't uh, get all the hate mail that I get when I tell my real story to (laughs) dentists. So I actually feel like way more comfortable telling the real version of the story. But yeah, so here's kind of my weird, I mean, I think sometimes when we go Do whatever we do, you assume it's going to be a certain way. And then all of a sudden, you know, God has different plans, you know? So, um, you know, I was a dentist, had a practice. It was in San Francisco. Everything's fine. uh, But, you know, San Francisco, we're in the middle of Silicon Valley. There was a big tech, you know, kind of bubble bust in about 2009. And I was doing a ton of Invisalign, um, doing very well. And all of a sudden, you know, finances were a huge issue, housing crisis. Um, A lot of general dentists started doing. Invisalign and some guy put up a billboard right down this my street where my practice was, and he was selling Invisalign for $29.95. And oh, I was wow. like, yikes, I'm charging 6500 dollars you know? So I lost a lot of patients, just regular braces patients, Invisalign patients. I mean, that was his choice. Basically, he was a general dentist, and I, you know, I talked to him, and his story and his his work was decent. I'm not gonna say it was as good as mine, but most patients didn't care. Sure. But um <laughs> his story mm. was, hey, I'm not doing it. I'm charging very low because it helps me do what I want to do, which was implants, sleep, run and bridge, cosmetic work, which is probably a lot of the stuff that your labs do. So he's like, dude, he goes, the $29.95, it just basically covers my lab fee. That's not my goal. My goal is to do the expensive stuff later, you know? And he goes, I just do better work if the teeth are aligned up, you know, the bite's corrected first, which is, you know, he's right on. So I was like, oh, you know, and this started happening more and more around the world. And I started kind of waking up going, you know, orthodontics may not be the best thing for me to do where I am. So uh, I guess... My prayers were heard and I was thinking about it and I got a random phone call at the end or mean, it was early 2014 from some venture capitalists. And I guess I had a consulting site at the time. It wasn't fancy or anything like what I have now, but it was like, hey, if you're a general or pediatric dentist, you know, let's connect. Let me help you so that you can have, if you're going to do ortho, let me help you do better ortho, you know? So these uh, venture capitalists were like, hey, I have this idea for a, a startup, you know, a unicorn startup. We're going to be doing aligners through the mail. And I'm sure you kind of know where this goes, Uh, (laughs) Wonder what company that was. And they were looking for an orthodontist because all these VCs who now are billionaires um, and I'm not, by the way, but (laughs) um, (laughs) all these VCs who, of course, I met, um, they had knew nothing about dentistry, no dental experience. You know, they had been in the hearing aid field before that and the contacts field and everything. But teeth was something totally new for them and they wanted to make sure they didn't step in it. So they wanted someone to come on their team. And I was like, hey, perfect timing. Um, I'm ready to get out of this. So um, I got out, I joined their team. And interestingly enough, what they were doing, I was already doing my practice anyways, because I had tons of patients that were like college students and they'd go away and they'd go to Harvard or something. And and I had to mail them their aligners. And how are we going to do check-ins? And how are we going to change the treatment plan so that we didn't have to have attachments and IPR and all that? And this may not make sense to most of your lab people, but in any case, you guys kind of know what Smile Direct Club is. And how it works. So I was kind of already doing that. We just kind of scaled it and made it in a way that Smile Direct Club could use. And that was that. So I worked with them the first two years. And that was all I really wanted to do. And after that, I went on and decided to start working with labs and dentists. But so that's my
1: story. So is that when you created the straight smile solutions? Or was that already your name before no, that?
2: No, after I left them, um, I had some pretty strict non competes on what I could do and not do. So I had yeah. to come up with something that wouldn't at all interfere with um, Smile Direct Club for a period of time, which it, it, I wouldn't mm-hmm. wasn't really want to do that anyways. So um, that's I came up with straight smile solutions. And I was like, Okay, I can help dentists and you know labs. Do more ortho, do better ortho. Um, I know it backwards and forwards. Let me help you. Um, and DSOs and stuff. That's where that came in. So I've been doing this now for about five years.
0: So you were there at the very beginning when Smile
2: Direct Club uh, got started. Day one. Day one, baby. Yeah. There were just ten or twelve of us. It was a really small group. So um, a lot of really rich people. <laughs> I imagine today. I probably wasn't the smartest how I handled things. So now I'm doing things differently, <laughs> but you know, I learned a lot. I kind of got the bug, the and there's a lot more cool stuff happening, um, you know, and we can do things a little differently. But I really loved creating things. So... Yeah, that's where that comes from. But basically, the reason why I was here to talk to your, your labs is that I know there's a lot of interest from Crown and Bridge Labs, bread and butter labs to do a little bit of ortho or mm-hmm. to help provide clear liners or any type of ortho, you know, it could be indirect bonding or whatever, to their doctors so they don't lose their doctors to labs that are doing it. And there's a lot of labs doing it now. And the labs are poaching your, your bread and butter patients. So yeah. really important, even if you don't want to get that full, and I'm not going to get all into the regulatory because that's it changes constantly and i'm glad to you know refer you to some of the people that know the regulatory um it doesn't have to be a huge investment there's all different levels of how deep you want to get into it whether you i mean obviously if you're going to be branding it with your own name and you're going to be um producing it in-house then you have to have a little bit more um you know coverage regulatory coverage than you would if you were just outsourcing everything and just repackaging it but um It can be a very small investment and it really is going to help you to do a lot more of what you want to do within your lab.
1: So say I called you, you know, next Monday and um, asked you, so do you actually go to the laboratory or is this something that you do?
2: (laughs) I definitely have, hence the Tampa and some other ones. But yeah, I have. I mean, that's up to what y'all want to do. I mean, obviously that wouldn't be my first step. You know, I would want to make sure you really want to do it. So we'd -hmm. probably connect you with a few people, find out exactly how you want to do it, what you want to do it, make sure you're getting the equipment that you need, if you're going to actually do it in-house, you're doing it in-house, you're probably going to need to get your 510. So that takes about four to six months. So that's a bigger investment than if you're just outsourcing to some of the... um, There's a lot of labs out there that will actually outsource they won't poach your patients or anything or your doctors yeah. they'll just outsource repackage white label and that is a very small investment um and it takes you only I think only a couple of weeks to get that turned around and then you can kind of feel it out and see if you like it you know before you go into the full swing investment of it
0: well this year's lab day 2020 it's pretty obvious with the uh type of courses that are given that clear aligners are a big topic in our industry i mean we yeah. talk about it a lot even at the national meetings, you talk about the, like you mentioned, the regulatory part of it and the FDA part of it. But can you run down a little bit of the history on how it went from, because it used to be just Invisalign and right. like that was it, like nobody could touch it. And then all of a sudden, this person did it and this person right, did right, Now like right. everybody and their mother's doing it. So.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually I have a really good webinar and it's free. It's on um, my webinar website, which is gpwebinar.com. Like no promos in there. It's just content. So we have a lot of lab yeah. people that go in it. So feel free to jump in GP, letter G, letter P, like general practitioner, webinar.com and look at the white label aligner webinar because it actually takes us through the whole thing. It's a good, and it, we have some lab people on there and people who are doing it. It's really interesting. But um, basically, you know, cl- clear aligners were invented Back in 1997, 1998 by Align Technology. Interestingly enough, fun fact, I was a dental student when that all happened in San Francisco at UCSF. And that was I got to meet all the, you know, the super brilliant people that started it. And that kind of gave me the bug for thinking like, wow, wow, having braces in in college was sucked i mean to be honest i don't know if i'm able to say that so um you you know i mean you know you're a girl you're you know you're into how you look and you don't want to have braces whether they're clear braces or metal braces they're not for everyone and i was like wow that sounds like really fun type of dentistry to go into it really is and it's just as fun as doing veneers and all that other cosmetics you know you're changing people's lives and you know it's basically like you know plastic surgery for the mouth so um you know i love that kind of stuff and now i think with instagram and youtube and everything out there and we're really into how we look so it's definitely i think it's cool that labs are getting involved in that so obviously there was a lot of patents and the first round of patents expired a couple years ago from align technology which really opened the door to everybody being able to kind of get into it now and everyone's getting into it right and the prices have come way down you can get you can't buy the same material the same thermoplastic material that align technology uses because that's proprietary they only use it but there's other stuff that's out there that's just as good. It works as well. And it's significantly cheaper. I don't recommend that labs even get into the weeds with the treatment planning. Um, A lot of them try and they fail miserably because that's the hardest part. There's so many great digital design company out there. There's at least four that I work with just in the U.S. with prices as low as $90 per setup and even lower if you are doing volume, so these are all negotiable. So, you know, if you are interested in, in – can. i I've got an infographic that I can give people if they're interested with some of the prices and features and stuff. And we can – glad to go over it. You know, this is all free. You can just contact me and I'll be glad to kind of chat your way through it. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, don't get into that. That's hard. You know, like trying to sit there with a the video game and set it up. Let these people that – these are all ex-employees of Invisalign that now work for these d- design companies. The only thing mm-hmm. you want to be doing is basically – Either just doing the manufacturing, which is really easy, and we do go over that in the gpwebinar.com video, or just being that middleman, you know, connecting your doctors, you know, your Crown and Bridge doctors to um, some of the white labor resources that are out there, and then you get to reap some of the profit. I'm totally
1: interested huh. in it. I've had so many doctors call and ask us because they're getting into it more and more and more, and then they ask you, you know, can you provide it? And you say no, and it's such a huge opportunity for us. I mean, like you said, there's just so much of it going on and you can, if you don't want to make the investment, you can use some of the labs and then repackage it. So um, it's amazing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, just to let you know costs, what I have some doctors that are just doing it on their own, you know, like they Mm -hmm. figured out how to do it. And so, like I said, costs are, and and you guys would get a better cost than this because you'd be doing volume. This is like one doctor, one case, $90 for the digital setup. They turn that around um, within a day. And wow. then, um, fifteen dollars per aligner, and that's if you guys again. That's that's the cost to the doctor for white label. I'm sure you guys can get. I've heard of labs getting as low as nine, ten, eleven dollars per aligner. Wow. I mean, that's crazy cheap. A ten upper and lower case with a setup, and that's unlimited revisions on the setup. Is you know that's doctor's price is three ninety. You guys are probably going to get three hundred. Invisalign charges thirteen hundred to the doctor for this. Wow. So I mean, it's a huge difference in price. And, you know, if you're offering some services and some education behind it and stuff like that, you could. Definitely upsell that for significantly more, and plus you get all the other cosmetic work and loyalty that comes with it.
1: Wow! So Elvis, you said you have those. So how much did you have to pay? If you
0: don't mind me asking, <laughs> I'm currently in Invisalign, and honestly, it was in the three to four thousand dollars. You got a deal
2: because <laughs> yeah. most doctors are charging five to six thousand. So they must have really yeah. liked you. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. How many trays do you
0: have? I had. Forty-five okay. trays, the first set, and then I'm on my second. What do they call it? Refinement, revision, mid-course. refinement. Yeah. So oh, that's a whole nother story.
2: So I'm gonna get on my soapbox about refinements and revisions because Please. really, if the doctor's doing it right, and if the treatment planning, it's not always a doctor because Invisalign has. If you're kind of low level status doctor, you get kind of junky treatment planners, and you know, yeah. you know, garbage in, garbage out. So. That's, I mean, there's a couple reasons you have revisions, refinements. One, the tech didn't do a good job. That's the most common one, but it's very easy to educate the tech, and it goes the same thing with white label as well. You know, I actually have way better setups with the white label setups to so these $90 design companies than um, I do with Invisalign, to be really honest, because they really put the effort out. And these cases, they track almost they they you nail it the first time. You don't often need these tweaks, you know, at the end if it's done right. So mm. it's either that. Or that the patient wasn't wearing it right. And I'm assuming you're a compliant patient, so I'm I'm ruling that one out. But uh, he's probably
1: not that compliant. (laughs) Whatever. I can tell you (laughs) though. These are all things
2: that your doctors will be asking you. So this is things that, you know, like I said, I've got tons of free webinars you can watch. You gotta educate your if you're gonna go into this as a lab, you need to understand it because you're gonna need to translate it and dumb it down for the doctors. Hmm. So it's super important. Because I mean, I think personally, I think lab guys are smarter than doctors. So Dang. we might be better at tossing. <laughs> we might be better talkers and both, bull- yeah. but you're probably going to be bleeping me out after. But I, I mean, the truth you guys are super smart. So we're just good at yapping. That's all we're good at. So
1: I was curious. So I did a little research on you. So you said that one of your core values are the airway-focused airway donuts. Is it, the, is mm-hmm. it Airway Donix? Uh, can you tell us a little bit
2: about that? Sure. I kind of made up that name. That's, like that's one of my trademark names, but it's a thing, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, in residency, I mean, we did a ton of four-by extraction cases. That's how we were taught. That's what we were taught was right. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm getting into practice and I start seeing patients coming in for retreatments, not necessarily mine, and they had four-by's out. And mm. I started connecting the dots, finding out, well, you know, OSA or sleep apnea is, is a, much more of a thing now um and i know labs are getting into that too and it's it's a real thing it's a severe thing and it it's it shortens people's lives mm-hmm. and i started noticing the connection of the dots between obviously not just four by extraction cases but also retreated mandibles small mandibles bites being wrong um and osa and mm-hmm. whether they've published this correlation or not officially i've seen it Other people have seen it. We know that there's a correlation. So I started getting nervous. I was like, we got to do this differently. We need to reevaluate how we treat patients and really avoid these four by extractions, if at all possible. And sometimes it's not possible, especially if the patient's 50 and has perio and can't expand the arches or anything like that. But, you know, starting to take patients younger and younger and making sure the arches are growing to the right size to begin with and just Mm -hmm. having that overall healthy airway philosophy, you know, and Mm -hmm. because sleep apnea is no joke. It really isn't.
1: Yep. I agree. So what do they just extract the upper buys and the lower buys? Yeah. Happens quite often. So they don't really put any um, thought process or, or, or as they age or anything, they just take them out. It seems awfully. Um, uh, There's
2: a weird background going. I hear it.
1: I don't know what it is.
2: Is that coming from me? Okay. I don't know what happened. That was on my end. It just started randomly talking about a podcast. Cool. Boy, where that came from. Cut that's that out. Okay, Wow, we're being yeah.
1: hacked. I being
2: think we were. Out. It was your dental success <laughs> podcast. Is that <laughs> yours? No, that's someone else's podcast. That would
1: no. be super cool if it was, though. You see that uh, you know. it. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, okay. Take two. <laughs> what was the question? Yeah. So I was asking about the four by extraction. So, like, wh- yeah. why? Why would somebody do that to a patient? I mean, sure, if they're really malaligned, if they need the room, but I mean, it sounds to me like they were just doing it on a lot more patients than they needed to.
2: That is correct. It's an an easy way out. Um, And I think that's just how a lot of us were trained. No one really thought that there was a problem with it. But now that we realize that there's other ways, you know, you can use interproximal reduction, you can do some expansion, some proclination to make space. I mean, obviously, And like I mentioned, early treatment is super important. If you start treating kids earlier and earlier and developing the arches, eliminating oral habits, then you really don't need to do that. Awesome.
0: I love that. So let's say a lab is interested in clear aligners. We're going back to the clear aligner. Mm -hmm. What's going to be their first step? Who are they contacting?
2: So I'm happy to talk to any, to any lab, you know, like totally free initial phone call and everything like that. They can go to my website or you can give them the link, um, streetsmilesolutions.com. There's a contact us button. You can schedule a virtual appointment and like we'll have a nice 20 minute phone call and kind of talk about your lab, what your visions are, uh, maybe what you're thinking about doing. From there, I'll connect you with a variety of different people I know that do the same thing. They'll give a free consultation, um, you know, give you some information so we can kind of figure out your strategy. Once you mm-hmm. decide you really want to get into it, then you need to figure out your regulatory, which depending on what level you're going, get that taken care of first. Once you get that out of the way, then we can go ahead and start creating the product. Whether you're, you know, creating a de novo product, and you're trying to figure out, you know, if you need different machinery, equipment, um, fabrication stuff trimming, thermoplastic materials, you know, biostars, whatever, 3D printers, you might have all this stuff already yeah. in your lab. You know, it's just a matter of seeing what you have. We can do a site visit or we can do it all remotely. Or if you're just going to be repackaging, which is usually my initial suggestion, so you yeah. can get your feet wet, so you're cool. not buying all kind of stuff if you're know, deciding you, you don't need it, then that's really quick. You know, we can introduce you to some vendors that you know, some of the options out there, try to negotiate um, the, the fees. So get them as low as possible mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of stock paperwork. Um, obviously it's mostly the doctors that are responsible for that, but I'm glad to give it to you. So you can give it to the doctors so they can just make it their own. Cause I mean, just basic stuff they're going to be asking for is going to be like informed consent. Cause Invisalign gives you that clear. Claret gives gives you that. But if you're going to do an in-house brand, you have to come up with your own. Mm-hmm. So I've already kind of written one so you can just tweak it, throw your logo on it, whatever. Wow. <laughs> uh, feel free to use it. Yeah.
0: What's that consent for, for the dentist? Um,
2: This is for the dentist to give their patients. But because, you know, you're a lab and you're going to be either redistributing or producing an aligner, the the doctors likely were going to be asking you for it. Like, where do I get this, right? So it's something that I can just give to you and you can either put your brand on it or let the doctors deal with it. But yeah, just a little paperwork, take-home instructions, stuff like that. You know, just the basics.
0: Oh, I see. You know, and
2: training, you know, whoever's in your customer service, just the basics on what an aligner is, why, what's the steps, what do we do, just so they kind of understand because they're going to get questions.
0: Sure. So if you're a pass-through, who takes responsibility if the ortho is done incorrectly? Like, if I'm selling these aligners to a client Mm -hmm. and something goes wrong and don't know what it would be, but if something goes wrong, that dentist is going to come back at me because yep. I'm repackaging. Correct, it.
2: correct. So this is I recommend a terms of service, and that's and there are some attorneys that I've worked with with other labs that they don't charge that much. I'm glad to pass one on. Um, they've done this before. It's basically like a like a business agreement or terms of service where it's like you know, Invisalign yeah. has this too, and ClearCorrect has this too. So it's like, hey, we're your lab. You're the dentist, yeah. <laughs> you know, so you, so what's going to happen, basically the way this works is just, and that's why I love the idea of just doing the repackaging, because whether you're using one of these different digital design companies, they actually have this workflow already worked out where they're going to create a treatment plan and they're going to put your brand on it, your lab's brand on it. So. It's, they, the doctors don't even know it's coming from this other service. The, the doctors will actually have uh-huh. to sign off on the treatment plan. That's exactly oh. what they do with Invisalign. That's exactly what they do with CureCorrect It says, I'm a doctor. So obviously you want to verify that your doctors are all doctors. That's mm-hmm. your job. Yeah. So you know, they actually need to be, I mean, hopefully your doctors are all licensed doctors and they're not consumers <laughs> acting like doctors, but, and then it's, it's not your responsibility. You know, it's just a matter of making sure that you have your legal paperwork in order just so it's not an issue. And then just educating your doctors on how that works and, And it's ultimately their job to pick the right cases. So that's where I come in. So if you really want to be totally hands-off, I've had labs that have either had me come in and help their doctors for a period of time, you know, like we've just worked that out where their doctors get a discount or whatever on me helping with their cases so they can be totally hands-off. Hey- you know, because I have all the insurance that's needed to do this. And like you guys would have zero responsibility because it's it's my job now with the doctors to make sure because I am a doctor. So um yeah, luckily, our cases tend to work out very well. I mean, I've probably seen done a 100,000 cases between the ones I've done and the ones I've done virtually with other doctors. And that's not even counting the ones I've seen that other doctors do through Smile Direct Club and stuff. So that might be more like mm-hmm. a million. You know, I feel pretty confident with clear aligners, what I see, what's risky, what's not risky, which cases are inappropriate, what you know, and I can educate either labs or or the doctors directly if you guys want to be out of the equation you know just to mm-hmm. give advice uh- to go and do this case. You know, here's why, you know? Or this is a slam dunk. Let's do it. Here's what you need to do. Here's how often you need to change them. Here's the things you need to look out for. So yeah, it's really up to you guys how much in the trenches you want to go. I mean, obviously the more services you're offering to the doctors, the more you can charge for your product.
1: What are your thoughts on some of these dentists that are going and getting ortho trained on a weekend and, you know, they start this start these cases
2: and they really just don't know about it. They're not trained on it. (laughs) So I mean uh, 85% of general dentists in the U.S. do do some kind of ortho. So obviously, I'm fine with it because the fact what it comes down to is all about access to care. And there's a lot of parts of the country where there's no convenient orthodontist to you know this to a certain type of patient population they're just either the price is out of the you know possibility or it's just not regionally or you know convenient in terms of location patients trust the general dentist they try their primary care doctors they like them they and if they're offering usually they'll take they'll do it you know in-house it's just how it is so um i mean obviously the cool thing i like to talk you know positively about all this direct to consumer stuff i mean i know people have a real negative spin on it but hey from the perspective of the lab and even the doctor there's so much free marketing going on out there right now. Like every person in the U S knows smile direct club. They know what a clear aligner is. And three, four years ago, (laughs) they didn't know. I mean, it's funny. My 87 year old mother-in-law knows what a clear aligner is. Yeah. So, I mean, like, can I have those, you know, the price is right. They, there isn't anyone out there that, you know, there's a few people who obviously are dentures. they're not good candidates, <laughs> but the vast majority, I mean, no one says yeah. you got to do comprehensive. They just want to straighten that one tooth or close that one gap, you know, and they would just feel so great about themselves. And if, if the price is right, you know, if you can do it in that for the doctor to the patient, you know, that 2000, to 3000 range. And if, if the doctor's lab fee is only $500, $800, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's with you guys upselling it. Cause we know yeah. that it's really only going to be about $300. So you're basically making a nice sweet profit on doing nothing. Um, you know, besides just being that middleman repackaging, you know, just and answering phone calls. But I mean, it, it, there's an unlimited supply of wow. patients that are, I mean, clearly smile direct clipped did a million cases already in just a few years. I mean, and none of this was even comprehensive. This was all just pretty much anterior alignment only. I mean, there's tons more comprehensive cases. There's so much fish in the sea and we can do really great work too.
0: Well, that's an interesting point. Is it true that what most labs get into are just cosmetic slight changes, like 12-tray max? You don't have
2: to. I mean, like, it, it's it's a nice way to get started. But, I mean, you're always going to have a doctor that's like, well, wait, can you do this harder case, you know? So, I mean, that's where I come in because I can make sure you guys aren't overstepping if you want to show me a case. Um, or I can just work directly with a doctor just, and just nip it, you know, I mean, obviously the more complex the case, I mean, a lot of these design companies can handle it. Like there's a lot that can, and the manufacturing can Mm -hmm. too, but I mean, things can go off the rails a little more. So I always recommend that doctors get started with the simple ones first and get their feet wet and then get into the harder ones. Cause I mean, there's there's a lot to learn.
0: Makes sense. Do these companies all, the ones that uh, labs would get into, are they still use the ramps or the uh, bumps or whatever their Invisalign's called?
2: Attachments. Attachments, Mm -hmm. yes. Of course, yeah. I mean, that's um, obviously the direct-to-consumer does not use those, but then they're really limited um, on how they can move the teeth. It makes things less efficient, less predictable. Attachments are really easy. Yeah, that's part of it. There's also a lot of other features that Invisalign uses now that are not proprietary. They can do too, so you can take harder and harder cases. I love that. I want to get into it. I think I'm going to call you next week. Do it. <laughs> you can. Yeah, wow.
1: for sure. So I was wondering, what is the bid my Ortho Lab. It looks like another one of your trademarks. You've got a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I do. I, you know, I, I think of all these things. So that's basically a thing that I've created for doctors because doctors really, sometimes they want a new lab, you know, or they want to do something and their lab doesn't offer it. So, you know, I basically, I know a lot of labs. So I'm like, Hey, I call and say, hey, I've got Dr. So-and-so here. He wants to do this. You know, what kind of rate can you give him? You know, and I just wow. negotiate on their behalf. love that. <laughs> But, you know, that's why I love talking to lab guys, lab girls. You know, feel free to call me. I mean, if I don't know you, I can't send Mm. you doctors. So, um, and I I have a lot of doctors I can send. Or, you know, like I'm super glad if you're doing something cool in your lab, let's do a webinar together. That's free. I don't charge you guys for that because, I mean, it's just like podcasts. You know, it's content. Um, Doctors listen to it. Let's talk about what you're doing. Let's look at some of your cases or do an actual course. You know, I've come and done some on-site courses and stuff. Great way to get your local doctors in, get them all excited. Yeah, that's
1: what I was just thinking of. We have a pretty big building here at night. We've got courses like every three to four months. And I was just thinking that, like, that would be a great way. Do they do on-site training? where, Where does the doc go to get trained to do ortho?
2: I actually have a course that um, I offer with my friend, Dr. Rishi Popat. He's an orthodontist based in Phoenix. We use his orthopedic clinic because – and we actually have like real – and he also has a lab too. But um, so he has a huge in-house lab that we can use and they learn everything from making retainers, doing um, 3D printing aligners, um, indirect bonding, straight wire, Phase One appliances and there's we have real live patients and we do demos and stuff so it's a really cool course. And The next course is going to be May eighth and 9th, twenty twenty. You know, we also welcome labs to partner with us. So yeah, it'd be really cool. Wow, are you going to be in uh, Chicago again this year? I'm actually not this year. I wanted to, although it was really cold last year. But um, my kids are swimmers, and my daughter's going for overall state champion. So actually, my son too, different age groups. So and I'm I'm really involved with USA Swimming, so I help run the meet. So. Um, not an option this year. <laughs> Hopefully we'll come home with some big trophies. It happens to be the same week. Wow, yeah. Awesome. Kids come first. <laughs> yeah. Still kids come first. Yeah. yeah I was going to mm-hmm. say, we would send people your
1: way in Chicago. Yeah.
2: So, um, I, I was there last year, but um, it's a big trip from Hawaii to, uh, to Chicago. Oh, yeah. and it's an expensive trip. I was just in Florida a couple days ago. So i um, visiting some some labs and some cool people. So um, yeah, kind of depends. I travel when I can. But um, cool thing, my business is very remote, so I can take it wherever I go. That's what I love about it.
0: That's nice. Yeah.
2: So you mentioned
0: earlier that DSOs, you work a lot with them mm-hmm. on clear aligners. Are a lot of the DSO companies starting their own clear aligner brands? Yep. <laughs> yeah. A
2: lot wow, really? are, And they're looking a lot of times they don't want to manufacture. They want to outsource to a lab, you know, and have them do it because they for got it, sure. you get all excited and then like just like, oh wow, it's kind of hard. Yeah. Yeah. They a lot of them are. A lot of them are moving away from Invisalign and Clear Correct. Um, they're shopping around um and they're looking for strategic partners. So um, you know, if you guys have or any of your clients have connections to DSOs, this is a great time to have that conversation because. Wow, you know that's a lot of volume that you can have. Sure, I have
1: uh, both Heartland and Aspen at um, Night Dental that are huge clients wow. of us. So this, this is actually a really great conversation for us. We should definitely for
2: sure. I know both of them are already are already shopping around because I've heard the heard the peeps. So um, wow. definitely, you want to get in there before they yeah. go and hire
1: somebody. Yeah, we'll set, we'll set up a call maybe next week. That would be fantastic. Sounds Great. One thing that I love about this podcast more than the podcast itself is that. Um, we get to meet so many amazing people and it's it's definitely parlayed my lab into different things that I never would have done before. So thank you for contacting us.
2: Very welcome. Yeah, I love talking to lab team members. They're just really kind of nice people. Like I said, they're just real people. Yep. A little crazy, a little quirky, but we're cool. All right. I'm pretty quirky too, so <laughs> that's fine.
0: What are most labs doing, printing the aligners or printing the models and then doing a suck down over the models?
2: Oh, yeah. The, the direct printing of the aligners is no is not FDA approved okay. yet. So, I mean, it's, it's still going through the process or it might be starting to be, but it's so thick. It just isn't it's okay. not it doesn't make sense like it's not thin enough so yeah you're still doing the models you're one other thing i want to mention yeah. is i really really if you're going to get into this don't have your your doctors doing impressions so um it's just not accurate and it really messes things up and they're going to blame it on you it's one of those things it's, it's just such an easy thing so if you guys aren't already partnering with a 3d scanning prone company i know a lot of labs already mm-hmm. are you know um internal scanner company and they they've got deals for their labs this is a great time for you to partner with one of them
1: mm-hmm.
2: and and you know obviously another little plug was that um, Invisalign or Align technology only accepts pretty much um, iTero now. They they don't take three shape and Medit and some of those other ones that doctors want to use. So, a lot of times doctors are getting frustrated because, you know, this all kind of got cut off a few years ago and they have one of these scanners and they're like, geez, I can't even send to Invisalign. What a pain, you know? So what do I do? And a lot of them don't like clear correct, to be honest. So, I mean, this is another way if you're, if your doctors have this inter scanner, just, you know, dust it off and let's use it. But um, if not, I would definitely partner with one of the companies. A lot of them are willing to have you guys be distributors or, um, you know, secondary distributors and you guys get a nice little cut from it, but you're going to just get better outcomes if you do that. So that is one thing I would mm-hmm. definitely be firm on. Um, um, you could theoretically have them send impressions. It's just, there's a lot of rejections. You're going to have to be really firm on rejecting yeah. and you're probably going to be rejecting a lot and they're going to get frustrated. It's just not worth it. When you do the math, it's a lot of companies are financing it for 500 a month. I mean, you think how much PBS is and shipping back and forth. It just, if you're going to do at least two or three cases of anything a month, you should just get the scanner. Yeah. Yep, I agree. So much easier. Who rejects those impressions? The lab or the... That would be you guys, the lab that needs to do it. The problem is, is that sometimes you're not educated enough to do that, you know, or the patient, the doctors get mad, you know, and, and it just ends up being really contentious.
1: And you know how hard it is for them to take a full arch impression. And I don't mean that, you know, Mm -hmm. any other way, but honest, if they're doing, you know, 10 units and they have to get all of those captured, you know, how many times do they do it perfectly? And it's probably very similar. They need to have a beautiful, you know, Non-distorted impression for us to do anything accurately. So I can see that it's
2: a waste of time. Yeah. I mean, it, it really it'll end up being a major waste of your time, plus a waste of your space because you're not getting money every time you're, you're reviewing it. You know, yep. you're only probably going to get money when it goes through. I just would just put your foot down and say no. To be really honest,
0: interesting.
1: And if they scan, I mean, scanning's easy. They don't have to get the patient back and they're not gagging with impression material.
2: They just open the mouth and start scanning, and it's just. uh I can see that it's going to be way more accurate. Yeah. That is just such. It's a such. I think it's such a small investment for better accuracy and better happy people, happy patients, happy doctor, happy lab. Mm-hmm. Let's just do it and let's just get rid of the. I mean, even talk about just even sustainability. That PVS is toxic. Um, it's not good for the environment. You know, let's think of it like that mm, too. Yeah, carbon footprint, all that. Yeah, it's great.
0: Save the whales.
2: Save those. Save the ocean. Yeah. Yep for sure So
0: talk about the FDA if a lab wants to fabricate you mentioned earlier that they're probably going to gotta have to get a uh, what's that called a 510k
2: either a QMS or yeah either a QMS or a 510 and this stuff like I know at the LMP lab day um, I know that Tim oh, I Tim Thorbin's the guy with Thorbinson, Yes yeah. evil guy and also Chris Brown is another really great resource I sent to him and they both do things differently. So they're both good resources, yeah. but they are more up on it than I am. So I I would talk to both of them because they both do different things and kind of give your vision and they'll help to set it up for you. One of one of the other ones. Can you imagine
1: the laboratory? I mean, I'm sure there's some out there, but going for a five ten K. I mean, that's more in my thoughts, like Arget, mm-hmm. Pre, those guys go do that. But for us? Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be huge.
2: You'd be surprised. A lot a lot of smaller to middle labs are doing wow. it. It just takes time. Yeah. You know, it takes time. Um, it's going to take a good six months, I would say, at wow. least. And, and you need to understand it and you need to hire somebody and it's going to take a chunk of time. I was going to say, I've heard it's expensive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's about six figures from what I've heard, Woo. but you know, I don't want to quote. But I mean, that that's some big money. So you need to be all in if you're going to do that.
1: Well that's great advice. I know that we got um ISO certified at one point and like all of the paperwork and everything that we had to do to attain that and keep it, it was extremely mm-hmm. expensive. So
2: I think repackaging is where it's at, Elvis.
0: I
1: agree.
2: I would do that. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's not as much profits, but I mean, unless you're planning to do some ridiculous amount, and it's all about the service. is what I said, because what the doctors want is they want the service. So they have a question, you know, how are you packaging it? You can still put it in a really cool box. You can give some of the chewies and the equipment that they need, you know, you can still um, educational materials. I mean, obviously, as long as you're giving more than, you know, ClearCorrect's doing or other labs are doing, then yeah. Um, support, educational sessions, webinars, if they're using your products, stuff like that. Love yeah. it. Yeah.
0: So what else should we mention to labs that should know about this uh, clear yeah. aligner business?
2: No, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, just basically just having a basic understanding of what a clear aligner is, what cases are appropriate. And I'm glad to talk to them about that. I mean, ultimately, like you said, the doctors should be submitting appropriate cases, but you guys want to have enough knowledge that you can nix it if it's an inappropriate yeah. case, you know, because you don't As much as we don't want the doctor to fail. So getting some basic QC going on, you know, either I mean, it's great if you if you have someone in your lab, and I've had some labs do this, well, they're actually hire like a dental assistant or somebody who's been in an ortho office to help screen the patients and stuff and help to they understand it, right? So they can talk to the doctors directly instead of maybe just having someone in customer service that doesn't understand it clinically. But I mean, it's a pretty small investment and it doesn't have to be someone working full time. They can be working from home or whatever, you know, they can have some office hours, but it's a great suggestion. And I actually have a lot of um, team members that do do this, you know, on their off time. So I'm glad to refer you guys out too. To people that can help with that. Right. And we do that now. So we do that with implants. We do that with cosmetics,
1: diagnostics. Yeah. I mean, so it's just another service. So I, I do see where we would need to understand it enough to be able to technically speak to about it, which I think is super important for any right. successful case.
2: Yeah. But I've got a ton of free resources. Like I said, take a look at gpwebinar.com, tons of free webinars that are there. And also even our Straight Smile Solutions YouTube channel. I think, no joke, we might have 500 to 1,000 oh. videos on there and a lot are lab-facing. And um, they just, they really dumb it down. Like a lot of patient-facing too. So, I mean, you can watch them and you'll, I swear, if you watch those videos, you'll know everything. So it, there's a lot there. And if there's something I haven't covered, tell me, give me a suggestion and I'll make a video about it. Oh,
1: cool. Nice. I love that. I'm I'm in it. You're gonna hear it from me. Just saying, I love this podcast. Awesome, I learned so much from you today. It'd be great, it's great,
2: fantastic. Yeah, and I hope you guys have a great time in Chicago. Send me some pictures. Um, a lot of really fun people to go out oh, with. Oh <laughs> yeah. a little jealous. <laughs> yeah, at least I won't be all hungover like I was last year. So, um, maybe it's better for my liver if I don't go. See, she's right <laughs> up my alley. I like you. <laughs> hey, went in Chicago. Oh man, there's so much good <laughs> prime rib, oh, so much good stuff to yeah, eat. I, I gained five pounds yeah. there. But I had a blast. Yeah. I'm telling you, these lab guys, they're really yeah. fun. <laughs>
0: Don't think too much about us while you're in Hawaii, while we're in <laughs> Chicago.
2: Yeah, it's all right. Hawaii in February is not that great. So uh, it's all right. Uh, yeah. I, I am wearing a tank top right now. Yeah. Okay. But I'm wearing pants. So <laughs> um, like, I guess oh, we better saying that I'm not wearing any pants, but yeah, sometimes when I do podcasts, you don't know what's going True. on. So anyway. Well,
0: awesome. Well, thank you so much, Amanda. I think we learned a lot and hopefully we were able to stir up some clear aligner. Awesome. And some labs, because I know a lot of labs are looking to do it. Barb's looking Let's to do, do it. it. Yeah, I sure. wouldn't mind. I just I just really worry about getting that phone call and I won't have any idea what to tell the person because I know nothing about it.
2: Well, you know, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. So um and we even offer like one time phone calls, you know, help you with A case. Um and then we also have subscription programs where you get unlimited support. So mm. uh, we're here yeah. for that. Awesome.
0: Thank you. Sounds good. Well, we appreciate it. Sure. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Okay, sounds great. Take care. Bye.
1: A big thank you to Dr. Amanda Wilson for coming on the podcast to talk about clear liners. She really seems like a smart lady, of course, that's got a lot going on. Be sure to check out the links on this episode's show notes. And check out all that she has, her hands. And I did actually go out to her and want her to come to the lab. And after this is all said and done, kind of get me on that road. So there are a lot of big labs that do them. And many will do them for other labs. So if you don't want to get the whole 510K thing, check it out.
0: So you're not doing the clear aligners yet?
1: No, but I really love this podcast. I really thought that she had a lot to offer. And she actually consults with labs to get them into it. And like I said before, I think the whole online consultation and things like this are going to change the way we do business in about hopefully two months, three months, four months. And um, yeah, I'm I'm certainly going to use this as an opportunity.
0: Yeah. Right before the big COVID-19 outbreak, I was actually looking at Argon's clear aligners because they were just getting ready to start beta testing them. But unfortunately, back in March, when it was supposed to start, they had to put it on hold. You know, to me, it seems like a good deal. You work with someone that already has the 510K with the FDA. They only sell to labs, so they're not going to undersell you by going directly to a doctor. Mm -hmm. And they take care of all the design and packaging. I don't understand why I wouldn't offer this service. It seems almost too good to be true. Exactly. I agree. How are you doing on your clear aligners, by the way?
1: Aren't you wearing them?
0: Well, yes. And what's funny is, again, right before the COVID-19, I was about to get my last scan and be done with it, but Mm -hmm. unfortunately my orthodontist shut down his office and I haven't been Mm. able to get in there, so I'm wearing the last four trays and spreading them out as long as I can. Good for you. Yeah, but you don't really think about this kind of stuff when it comes to you know, the difficulties with the COVID is yep. I'm stuck in Invisalign until I can get it all finished up.
1: I know my son is uh, almost going to be 15 in July and he's got braces on and he was due to have them taken off. and He's like so close and yet everything shut down. Yeah, I get it.
0: Yeah, it's tough. Yep.
1: I want to get in and have some hygiene done too. I love going to the dentist. I miss going to the dentist. I miss talking to them and working with them. It's just so, ugh so crazy
0: has it gotten to the point where you're cutting your own hair yet
1: no but i did
0: <laughs> but i did actually buy some stuff to color it yeah uh-oh i can't get my toes done
1: i know i know that seems simple it really is but yeah no i'm not but i will be
0: i'm not there yet either but mm-hmm. i have a feeling my wife's gonna catch me while i'm sleeping one. oh day. hell yeah she
1: is <laughs> and she should take pictures and send them to me so i can put them online
0: jeez <laughs> oh, All right, everybody, that's all we got, and we will talk to you next week. Stay safe. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Hold on, I gotta
1: go let my cat out. Who let the cat out?